2: everyone and welcome back to the RMTV Women's Podcast. This is episode 105. Today me and Amy are going to chat through a couple of different topics um, including our thoughts on the new England squads that was announced yesterday um, and also project big pictures proposals. Um, Firstly England then, new squad was announced yesterday. Some some of the usual faces, some of the new ones that are being incorporated into the squads. Um, obviously, this time around, there's there's a game. Obviously, the last camp that was going on was just sort of a training camp, get a few new faces in and, and whatnot. But this time, there's a game um, on the 27th of October um, against Germany, I believe. Um, yeah. So, our squad will travel to Germany for that. Um Mix of both experience and youth, I'd say in there, um obviously, I think a couple of of usual missed out due to injuries, I think Jordan Knobs is on there, I think she's out injured at the minute, um yeah, with, so yeah, and then a few new faces, obviously for us, not for us, but it's a nice name to see with Charles on there, um obviously she's got to call up for the the camp last time, but then this time she might actually be able to feature for for the squad.
3: Yeah, I feel like that's one of the reasons why she moved to Chelsea in the first place. I think to sort of get a little bit more of like a spotlight on her, yeah, to be able to pick, like, be picked for things like this. And you can sort of see why she made that move initially. And now, obviously, it's paying off. She's getting a lot of game time. She's scoring more goals. Just people are just genuinely hearing her name more often.
2: Yeah,
3: um, which is kind of sad from like our perspective. But then, equally, the player that she is, you want her to do well, and she obviously really is getting a first call-up for, like, a game as well. In terms of, like, the squad itself, it's quite – I quite like it. Like, there's a lot of – I think you're right by – there's the right balance of, like, experience and then youth as well because, ultimately, we're probably at that turning point in England squad now where you're probably going to be seeing more young players than maybe some of the older generation players. So, for them to still be, like, side-by-side and side training and stuff like that is – is um. I think it's quite beneficial for not just the, the older ones but the, the younger ones, sorry, but the older ones coming through as well, learning new things, um and, and stuff like that. So yeah. I quite like it. Obviously it's a shame not to see um Babaji Day on there. Yeah. Um but when you look at some of the talent she's coming up against, maybe this just wasn't her time and hopefully like in the future uh, she'll get her get her call up and and get a start. Yeah, definitely. She keeps working hard. she'll she'll definitely
2: be in and amongst in um, the England for the next However many years to come. I think one name that's on everyone's lips again now is, is Gemma Bonner. Um I just don't I just don't know what more this girl can do, to be honest with you. Um it's it's probably really disheartening as well for her because you know she's probably sitting there thinking, well, why why won't you give me the opportunity? And yeah, it just just seems a bit bizarre. He did um, he did say why. A bit of a long paragraph, so um, yeah. I'll run through it quickly, but he said, it is a good point, we look at that obviously a lot, you look at the partnership at Manchester United, Mary and Abbey McManus, you've got probably two lots of centre-backs playing together regularly, that have an understanding, Go, and then for some reason he goes back to his career when he was at Man United and starts talking about that. But then he comes back and says, Gemma is being really unfortunate that she's probably just below the four experienced centre backs that I've always selected. We've communicated a lot with Gemma, we realise the level of performances she is producing, but ultimately other players are playing well as well, and I think that we respect. What we respect is the fact that in the WSL now we have a lot of English centre-backs playing to so a really good level and Gemma is part of that group that we can watch, we review, discuss but ultimately you can only pick four or five or six in this one. Um, he said he mentioned this, is the big one for him was obviously the look at centre-back partnerships and he mentions Mary Turner and Abi McManus but then he sort of shot himself in the foot with saying that because you've got to look at Steph Horton and, and Gemma Bonner who mm. play week in, week out for Manchester City and do it really well. So I don't understand how he can say, oh, we look at that and we've decided to go with this pair instead of this pair but, mm. and then bring other people in as well. Because he's sort of saying, oh, with well, does players playing well? Well, is she not playing well either? Does she not deserve to be in this squad this, this time round?
3: It's super, yeah, it's super odd. Like, I I read it the same way as you did. Like, if you saying he's got really good centre-back partnerships, surely, like, there's none better than Manchester City at the moment. And then, like, they play week in, week out as well. And then you look, obviously, Stokes on on, on one of the wing-back sides as well. So, it it works kind of well. So, it's super strange. I, I think she definitely should feel a little bit... I don't know why it disheartens the word, but just a bit like confused as to why time after time she's being left out like
2: yeah
3: you should have been included in the last camp and not in this one I think you'd be less aggrieved because she's getting noticed still but it just sort of feels like for some reason he, he he's picking others over there like I'd say Gemma Bonner was equally as good as Abby McManus potentially even more better than Millie Turner at this point just because of experience level. And obviously Grace Fisk as well is, is a young young player, so better than her as well. But then, as I said before, you, you're trying to get that mix of experience and um, youth in it. So it's super strange. I, I don't know I don't know what it is, um, but I hope it's at some point we, we, we can see it a little better. Because if, if you look as well, like Millie Bright, no other Chelsea centre-back, plays for England, Williamson, no other Arsenal centre-back plays for England, so if he's talking about centre-back partnerships, it, he's not, <laughs> because it's not, like, he's not showing that. The only part, centre-back partnership he's got is McManus and Turner, and nine times out of ten, they probably won't be playing with each other yeah. on the bit, so it's super strange. I think he definitely needs to give a little bit more as to his choice. But also, just I've just been thinking about it
2: then, if he's talking about, like, Partnerships and whatnot, if you think about it, you could have Roebuck and Goal with Bronze, Steph Horton, Joe Bonner, and either Stokes or Greenwood, he's going to want to go out now, or Stokes or <laughs> Greenwood, who all play for Man City, and who all play yeah. week in, week out for Man City. That can't You can't get a stronger defensive back line than no. those who play club football and international football together.
3: Yeah, and I, I know what you mean. I just I think there'd be there'd be no like there'd still be questions as to why he's not picked. But there'd be no like discussion we're having in terms of him stre- like treading on his own feet if he hadn't have made those comments. Yeah. We'd probably just be like, well, why why is he not be picked? But because he sort of contradicted himself, that's why it doesn't really make much sense. Um, and I think if I personally was Jeremy Bonner, I would feel a bit aggrieved about it just because. I don't, I genuinely don't actually think there's anything more she can do because no. she's performing at the highest level and consistently well for, for, for at least since the back end of last season before it got cut short. Probably for the majority of the time she's been at City, she's been proper solid. So yeah. it's really, really strange. Yeah. Um. But hopefully she gets gets a call up at some point.
2: Yeah, I'm sure she will, hopefully anyway.
3: Um. Let us know your thoughts in the comments below,
2: whether you like the squad, or you don't like the squads. Who would you have liked to have seen put in there, given a chance? Let us know. Um, another uh topic of discussion today is the project Big Pictures proposal to inject £51 million into women's football. Um so obviously there's a there's all discussions going on at the minute about um like reforming of leagues and whatnot. Um so I'll just quickly read through a few of the things and just to get everyone a little bit up to speed. Um, So, radical proposals to inject £51 million into women's football have emerged in the latest version of Project Big Picture alongside an unprecedented proposition to form an independent women's league. The plans which would be a first for the female game are set out in the latest draft of the revitalisation document, authored by Liverpool and Manchester United as part of a major overhaul of the Premier League in English football. Um, Plans reveal to invest £67 million into the women's professional and grassroots game each year from the 2022-23 season. So, basically, they're trying to, you know, reform all the leagues at the minute in um, ongoing discussions about it. Obviously, a lot of teams have been impacted by, due to, like, COVID-19 and whatnot this season. Um, what's, what's your initial thoughts when you, when you heard, you know,
0: Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: From an independent women's league.
0: So
3: the initial like thing for me would be: is this gonna be a, like able to be sustainable for years and years and years? Like, or after five years, is it gonna be something that is no longer able to be funded like do you, do you know what i mean like the longevity yeah. of it because i think as we are now i think we can i mean i don't want to say rely on the fa but you have some sort of feeling that in the next five years it's not going to go bust and um, well i hope not um but i think the only issue ever with going independent is whether you can sustain it for, for a long period of time And i think ultimately where women's football wants to be is obviously eventually being completely independent but obviously financial times at the moment as well are so difficult yeah so I guess it's hard to it's hard to sustain that but then you can equally look at look at it on the flip side and the amount of money and investment that would be pumped into the women's game would grow even more I think that the the league this season has already sort of taken off not in just terms of the signings but in terms of the fact that there was prize money introduced last season with Barclays and, and things like that, it's just pumped up the revenue a little bit more. But to get even more than that, it's like you could reach endless limits with the, what the league can achieve and, and get as many people involved as possible. Um, so I'm sort of 50-50 about it. I think I definitely need to know a lot more about the situation and to see how it sort of progresses um, to then like be really sure on sort of how I feel. But initially, that's kind of my view.
2: Yeah, I, I I can agree with that. I think it's definitely you're definitely sitting there thinking, "Oh, will it work?" But then also you thinking, "Well, the more money given to the sport is obviously is obviously better." Um, yeah. They're saying seventy five percent of the fifty one million figure would be invested into women's football and split three ways between the Women's Super League, Women's Championship, and Women's FA Cup. And then the grassroots game would receive seventeen million. So. Yeah. You can see where that money can go a long way, um, but then also, on the other hand, I look at it like, you've got to compare it to when the uh, American women's game, tried right, went up. it all went wrong a, a while ago now, but before, you know, they all went independent and whatnot, before the NWSL was formed that we've got now, um, so you can see where where the trouble may lie, Yeah. Um, like you said, it's definitely one that you need more information on. There's a big, the Telegraph, I've done a big um, article on it. Um, I just didn't want to copy and paste the whole thing, otherwise it would be here forever. Um, <laughs> but I, if I remember, I'll link it in the description. But yeah, it's just, you don't know, you sort, you sort of feel, I sort of feel a bit unnerved by it because it's almost like, is that, is that going to be enough money? Um, well, yeah. because we're looking at it as like that's a large sum of money that is a, a, a yeah. big figure but if, if it's only 51 million to be split between three competitions well two leagues and one one competition they FA Cup, and then obviously a separate seventeen to of the grassroots like you said is that going to be able to sustain us for for a long period of time is that going to is that going to be that figure put in every single season for farming mm. however long you know it's nice to know that we're included in the plans obviously that's always oh, yeah, yeah. Um, that w- what we've always wanted we just wanted to be included and I think if if you know it's Liverpool Manchester United were, were leading this in terms of reforming the leagues it's nice that we're being considered but yeah then, if we're being considered I want it to be the best possible reasons and I want us to get the best best thing out of it rather than just I will give so much money, and then what you choose to do with it is what you do with it. If you get me
3: yeah no, I get you. It has to be like invested the right way, yeah um and have the right like reasonings behind it, not just a tick in the box sort of thing. It has to be something that is properly thought out and properly believed, and otherwise it won't be successful um but yeah it's 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 massive if if it if it comes if it comes off and if it all comes together and if it's really successful, I think it will do absolute wonders for the, for the game and the league as I said before. Um, It's just figuring out those kinks really, isn't it? And like I, just knowing about that longevity and whether it's like sustainable for like 10 years, 20 years to come. So we'll have to see how it all pans out. I guess we'll probably hear more as it sort of settles and, and people start talking about it a little bit more.
2: Yeah. I think I think they'll try and keep it as um as private as possible, until there's actually something set in stone, yeah. concrete that we can say that we're doing this for this reason. This is what's going to happen. Otherwise, yeah. it's just all it's just all talk, really, isn't it? But yeah, I mean, if it's for, if it's for the good of the, the good of the game, then I'm all for it. But um, like I said, as long as it just doesn't lead us down a down a bad path, then you know we just have to sort of see where it goes. But Indeed. Yeah. Um Indeed. Yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't that many topics to discuss this week Um, in terms of, you know, actual conversations about things. Um, obviously, there's no match for Liverpool women now until the 1st of November, I think it is, then we play Lose Away. We've got a busy week when we come back. have got Lose Away on the Sunday. We then play Man City in the Cup on the Wednesday, and then we play Sheffield United away, I want to say, on the Sunday afternoon. Oh, wow. So it's a big week for and the Premier return. Um, obviously we've, on heavy fixtures. Yeah, heavy fixtures. Obviously suffered a defeat last weekend to Leicester, um, which wasn't ideal, but it's not at the end of the world. Not detrimental. It's not. Um, we're still. I think we're third in the league, ten points at the minute. Um, and I think Durham are top. I think they've only
3: got eleven. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you you watched that game. I wasn't able to watch it. Or what do you think was the reason why? We weren't able to, to pick up three points. I don't know. It was weird because we said in the build-up video before
2: it of if that team plays, um, that play against Man United, placing it against Leicester and them, I'm quite confident. And the only change we made was the goalkeeper. And Laws had a pretty decent game, apart from you know, the other two goals that she conceded. She actually saved us a, a couple of more that we could have conceded. It it was odd. I think, I think Leicester just... They they look like they'd done the homework and they played really yeah. well and um, yeah they just they just didn't give us the time of day on the ball at some moments I think that I think we got more frustrated than anything because you know we yeah. had, we did have opportunities um, we were really good up until it sort of ran, reminded me of last season a little bit last especially in the last twenty minutes when we had loads of the ball and we get into the final third and it's almost like our decision making just wasn't there. It's like we didn't really yeah. know what to do. Um I thought when Vins came on, she was a bit of a bit of a bright spark for us. She came on a half time, I think it was. Because, um, you know there was there was a gap to exploit in in their defence yeah. and there really was, but I think they sort of realised that as well as as the game went on and was were, were able to um to sort of deal with the with the pressure. Um but yeah, fair play, Cassidy played really well, and um, the first goal yeah. was amazing. reason um, it was funny because the commentator was sort of praising us for how high we were pressing,
1: and how, mm-hmm. how much yeah. we
2: were pressing them. And then you know, Lesley literally just played around us out from the back and scored. And it's almost a commentator's case, really, that he was praising us, but then we can see it literally ten seconds later. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it it wasn't a terrible performance by any means. It wasn't a wasn't a woeful game. It was it was a really good game of football between the two sides. It was just that Leicester just came out on top and probably neverly yeah. so to be honest he played really well. So We
3: probably were a little bit tired as well. Like yeah. that, that that United game was a big game. Um and I think you do feel like a sense of fatigue and that's three games in like seven days or seven or eight yeah. games as well. And I know that's it's not making excuses because everyone it's its a tough fixture the way it's a tough row of fixtures the way like COVID and stuff's like panned out starting a little bit later, whatever. It's, it's a tough. It's tough. But you've got to sort of take that into account. But again, like, you can't take the shine off what, what Leicester did and they're going to be real real title contenders and that just sort of solidified that didn't didn't it really yeah
2: Yeah, because you know
1: I
2: wouldn't like to say, it, but but we are the favourites to win this this the the, the league this season just because yeah. of, of 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 us being Liverpool and you know the way last season went and, and and whatnot. But you know they're almost they're almost coming coming out and saying, well, you think you're the favourites to win? Yeah, it asking is, that question but, of us, really, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what Durham did. I think I mentioned that. I think. You know, opening game of the season against Dunningham our title contenders and you're thinking you're almost thinking in your head oh this is a win for us here because we've, we've beat them before and then you know it's a 1-1 and it wasn't the best performance from us and you're thinking oh this is going to be this is going to yeah. be a really tough season and I, we knew that anyway we knew it was going to be a tough league but um, yeah I'm not I'm not worried by you know That's a, it. one bad performance and you know we've had a really good couple of weeks really good start to the season Um Let's just hope that I don't
3: think we go on. <laughs> I was just saying I don't think that we would have expected to go the whole season up and be in any way. Oh, so it's sort of like I know people are gonna go, Oh, you're only saying that she lost, but it's sort of nice to sort of get that out of the way so then you don't build up this yeah. pressure of being like, Oh, they've not lost yet. Like, oh, let's right. do it. But because of last season, mm-hmm. it almost felt like we're on a bit of a fairy tale. Like we <laughs> this season we won every single game. Last season we lost every single game at this point. So yeah. It's yeah, it's it's super strange, but I agree, like it's not it's not the all end all, is it? Um it didn't affect too much our position in the table. It would have been nice to have gone topped, don't get me wrong. Um but we equally we've got some, some tasty fixtures coming up. Well, whenever football comes back. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. So also a big shout out to Fanny as well. She obviously won Liverpool women's player of the month and then she also won FA women's championship player of the month so she had a pretty pretty good few weeks um yeah. but yeah um I think that's pretty much everything we can chat about yeah yeah I think we've covered covered all the bases there um another week another, another day another pod yeah so then just that um thank you very much for watching remember to like the video comment subscribe to the channel Give us all your thoughts and opinions in the comment section below about the England squads, about this big project thingy that we, we spoke about, and then if you want to have a little chat about anything else, just ah, oh, anything. Look the comments, and we we'll, we'll we'll reply more than likely. But yeah, thank you very much for watching, and we'll see you all next week with a new podcast. Bye. Bye.